0: Welcome, everybody, back to another edition of the Business Chef Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Chef Sean Boucher, and I am excited to talk to you today about a service that my good friend, Dautica, is, is starting to offer. He's a good guy with a, a big heart and has been through the ringer when it comes to family restaurant business. And he's kind of just getting started out. He he's got a service to provide that is phenomenal. And I think something that we as restaurant owners and business owners should look at. Because what we've done in the past is not always going to serve us in the future. And we need to start looking at marketing, particularly digital marketing and social media, a little bit differently. And I think Dowdick has got a service that could probably help us with that. So without further ado, let's listen to him and his story.
1: My story is uh I guess is a short and long to the story, but it's it's weird because I actually got started before I knew I was getting started. Um my father had a restaurant and lounge uh here in Washington DC on U Street back in 99 and I was about 13 14 years old I, I, the math is a little bit off I was in that age and um I was heating up swings in the in the back of the, the back of the house so to speak don't know how legal that was but that's what I was doing and um I just remember enjoying The atmosphere, they would build the events, um, the food going out, the pleasure that people got, and it kind of stuck with me, even though at the time, all I cared about was video games and basketball. Fast forward to being 18, had the the rush of just being able to go out, go to the club, kind of, quote unquote, be an adult. Me and my friend were driving down the street. And we're trying to find the entrance to the club. Never been there before. So we drive by the front, not knowing it's the front. Somebody walks up to the car and he says, um, hey, you guys looking for the club? We say, yeah. He hands us a bag of passes. And at the time, you know, didn't know how the club thing worked. Thought I was going to be free for life, right? <laughs> and um that turned into becoming a promoter. Um And... You know, while we were kind of learning the promotion game in nightlife, you know, we also were kind of learning the Internet marketing game. And at the time, we didn't call it Internet marketing. It was just how we communicated as young adults in the social media age. So fast forward into years of doing some big events at almost every single club in in D.C., we got real big at a young age didn't take it too seriously uh 2008 came um the ripple effects of the economy quote unquote um being in a recession spilled over in 2009 and 2010 in the nightlife industry lots of clubs uh, closed down everything got real tight long story short we weren't in the right position to withstand the the carnage so to speak so when the dust settled the group or the team had gone in separate ways or found different interests. Me myself I was trying to re- refine myself. And I figured out that, you know, marketing in itself was the passion I had. And it took me a while to kind of double back into restaurants, but that process kind of kind of happened with me struggling in the marketing world for a while and then literally paying somebody to be my coach and mentor and that person put me in the right direction, fine tuned my skills. And then actually referred me to someone else who is now mentoring me uh, as well, specifically in restaurants.
0: You know, you've got a, a very interesting background in the sense that, uh, you know, you, you come from hospitality and then you go into nightclubs and then you go from nightclubs into marketing and uh, promoting and all the different facets of that. So talk a little bit about what it is that you do. What is it that you do specifically for restaurants?
1: Okay, that that's a great question. Okay, I mean, what I what I do now specifically is get restaurants more customers, right? And it sounds, you know, pretty basic, but the manner in which I do it is consistent with what I have learned to be the most important things when you're dealing in the hospitality industry and dealing with businesses which potentially or, you know, really you're you're handling their baby, right? So when I get customers and how I get customers is contingent upon a couple of things. Um the main thing is to be able to find new customers, right? And then is to be able to track everything that's spent and every action that we can to make sure that not only does the restaurant itself know what's going on, but we're now able to uh better the experience of the consumer at the restaurant. So, you know, Facebook ads is the main driver, but like I tell every single restaurant prospect and every single client is, if tomorrow is VR, if it's, if it's hopping on one leg and, and throwing a sign, I'm going to figure out how to do that the best to, you know, increase the bottom line for restaurants. And then another thing is, you know, coming from the nightlife industry, there's a lot of shady business that goes on. Um, I have, I had a lot of situations with people that I trusted that didn't go the way I thought it would go. So what I noticed in the restaurant industry is somewhat similar, not really on the restaurant end, but the marketing for the restaurants. And I see time and time again in this new era of Internet and social media marketing that restaurants are getting burned. And at the end of the day, you know, getting likes on cat videos and increasing shares doesn't necessarily bring money to the bottom line. So that's something that I I really have a mission for to kind of change and, and bring some transparency and some kind of, I would say, honor to the restaurant owners and the marketers that, you know, market for restaurants because at the end of the day, I remember seeing my dad struggle, putting lots of time in, lots of hours, having a short budget, me passing flyers out in the neighborhood. I remember when he closed down his restaurant as well. And I don't want any other restaurant owners to have to go through that if they don't have to.
0: You know, I think that one of the lessons we can take from this is experience. Experience is a great teacher, and one of the things that comes from experience is... The feelings or the uh, impressions that come from having to close a restaurant or having to go through some sort of, of challenge, some sort of um, trial that that really, really brings it home, really makes it hit home harder. Because when you go through something personally you you learn from that much more than you do just even listening to someone else or, or hearing from it secondhand. So with that said, what is it that you do to help restaurants? Yes, you help them gain sales, but and yes, you've talked about some of the things that you do, but do you have different plans that they go with or, or how does that work?
1: Yeah, so I don't really have different plans. Um, one thing that I've learned from... My mentor is to, you know, to niche down and stay specific, right? Now, if, you know, I'm dealing with a client right now that is very behind in the internet world. So I'm doing things that I wouldn't necessarily do, which is like organize their personal account, show them how certain things work with social media, get them the right um, emails and passwords so they can easily log in and out, et cetera, et cetera. But primarily I focus on, one particular program that I run. And what that looks like is running Facebook ads um, linked with Facebook Messenger along with some trigger softwares like Zapier and using Google Sheets to kind of uh, analyze all the information and then double back with that information to put it back into Facebook to fine-tune it and find the more the better customers as time goes on. Um, essentially – all that ends up increasing the bottom line, giving the restaurant a better insight on who their customers are, literally down to the first name, last name. Who's their best customer? Who's their worst customer? How can we go find people that fit the demographic of the best? And um, you know, that's that's basically what I do on a on a regular basis.
0: I think a lot of us out there have a tendency to be more uh, reactive versus proactive when it comes to marketing, particularly social media marketing. I think a lot of people think, well, if I get a negative review, I will just respond to it and I'll make up for it by giving them a free appetizer or or whatever it might be. Is it better, in your opinion, to be more proactive or more reactive? Because it seems to me like the companies and the brands that are being much more proactive are are really staying ahead of the game would you say that that's true or or what trends are you seeing or what what really influences this this kind of thing
1: you know like like you said i mean anybody at any moment can can post a review they can share things to you know hundreds of people you know and and with the with the invention of the influencer which is just somebody that has a lot of people following them online that one person could potentially reach thousands and depending on what they say can make or break a quarter, make or break a whole year for a restaurant. So it's definitely sensitive in this time. And uh, I think being proactive allows you to cushion any potential falls that you may, you may have or may not be aware of. So that's definitely true. I definitely agree with that.
0: So with your unique approach and your, the way that you're doing things? Are you working with people more locally or nationally or internationally? I mean, how does, how does that work?
1: Yeah, good question. I get that question a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to work with any restaurant, anybody in the restaurant industry. I mean, even if they're in Brazil, right. But one thing that I've learned is that, you know, a lot of times when you're able to, uh touch the business owner, you're able to see the space, you're able to see the traffic coming in, you're able to really, like, dive into their world for as much as you can as you're working with them month to month. It allows for the marketing to be that much better. So, you know, I do focus more locally, which would be, you know, here in the D.C. area. But, um, you know, as as I grow and as I plan to scale what I'm doing, I have no reservations to not work with people that are in far away places.
0: So in your experience with working in restaurants and working with owners and all the different challenges that we have out there, what advice do you give to somebody who wants to go into the restaurant business or who maybe is in the restaurant business and wants to improve? I
1: think um, the number one advice I would give And just going off the top of my head is it's hard work. And if you assume that it's easy or if you don't love it enough, it will test you to the point that you're going to have to make a decision on how much do you love the game of being in the restaurant industry. Because at the end of the day, you know, you can't just market something. You can't just tell everybody about it. You can't just open a location you know, marketing is not just you know the things that we spoke about here with digital and the internet. It's how you present your food. It's how you greet the customers. How well you know know the customers when they come in. Do you know their their favorite spot to sit, their favorite wine? You know, like these, these things take they take energy. They take they take attention to detail. And when things go wrong, which always will happen in the restaurant industry, pretty much like any business, but I think. In the restaurant industry, that it would happen more often than other industries, you have to really love what you're doing. So you know, if you're not sure, of course, test it out, but be prepared, don't think it's easy. I would definitely go the route of um being a being an mentee, you know, learning from people that are in the restaurant business first, maybe working for them first, you know, even if it's for free. See, I would go talk to as many people as you can because this is a serious business, it is hard work. And it is very rewarding, but at the end of the day you have to love it.
0: Amen to that. Couldn't have said it better myself. So what challenges are you facing right now in your business? What you know, why wouldn't somebody engage your services? It seems like a no brainer to me, but what are some of the realities for you? You know,
1: one of my biggest obstacles right now is just restaurants have been have been burned almost by every marketing or marketer that they work with so when i come in it's like i look like the snake oil salesman you know what i mean so just even getting to speak to them sometimes is a is a
0: hassle you know i'd be lying if i said that i hadn't been one of those people that was burned by somebody who did marketing or did any type of service i think restaurants we are prone to to challenges such as this because Because we are so busy and we have so many things on our plate, a lot of times, out of sight, out of mind. You know, if we can turn marketing or something over to somebody else, then we want to just do that. And we want to focus on what it is that we do well and that we love to do and not necessarily worry about some of those other things. And that's kind kind of where you come in and... I would encourage anybody who hears this to really give you an opportunity to to showcase what what you've done and and what you can do for people. And I think I think that goes for just about anybody in this business or other businesses. There, you know, we all have to start somewhere. We all have to start out really putting in the hours and the time and the effort in hopes that someday it will pay off. And whether that's going to school or whether that's, you know, paying our dues and working our way up in the industry, we have to, we have to start somewhere. And so I think the more we can give the little guys a shot, the, uh, the better it works out for all of us. You know, even though you've kind of just started out and you've, you've started doing some good things, you're still a little guy and you're, you're still having to pay your dues and, and doing some of those challenging things. What What's some of the stuff that you're doing to create value for either future customers or current customers or, um, you know, give, give me an example of kind of what you're doing to get your name out there and to, to kind of give more than you take.
1: Every once in a while, if I find like a restaurant that has something really unique or innovative, I'll like get them on Facebook live. Like I just did one today. Uh, a restaurant that has a—they have a burger called the Breaking Bad Burger, like from the show. Yeah, it's like a—it's like a towering burger with like shrimp, bacon, avocado. You know what I mean? So, it's definitely a—it's definitely a, a fun thing that that gives back to gives back to the little guys.
0: So. See now that, is awesome. That's the way it should be. We we should be giving more than we're taking and. And that's when things really start to happen for people. When you create value for people, when you create um, things of value, whether that is food, or whether that's a service, or whether that is a product—I mean, whatever it is—you want to you want to give more than than you take, and that's when that's when you get. Um, I know that's very. Uh, it's probably a little deeper than what we've gotten to in the past. But it is something that I believe in. It's something that I wholeheartedly believe in. And and part of the reason, you know, because I get the question all the time. People always ask, what do you do with the show? And how do you make money? And why do you do it? And and really, honestly, at this point, I just, I do this for me. And I do this for... um, for the opportunity to put stuff out there that I think will be helpful. And I think in, in future shows and things we're going to continue to, to gain more traction. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm just kind of figuring it out as I go too, And and that's why I think it's interesting that we, you know, I'm a little guy and I'm, I'm trying to figure it out too. And I'm trying to, you know, just create value for people in hopes that it will pay off for them. and, Knowing that eventually, some way, somehow, it'll pay off for me. So, who knows? Anyway, I just enjoy what I'm doing, and I've gone on. I've gone off on yet another tangent. So, sorry about that. Um, anyway, appreciate your time today. Appreciate your the opportunity to share what it is that you're doing, and kind of give people a, a peek to your, into your business and into a service that you provide in hopes that uh, maybe something will come from this for you.
1: Yeah, Sean, I definitely appreciate the time. You know, I, I thank you for literally being my first interview. And um, I'm always an open book. Any tips that, that you you want to ask me for your listeners or even for yourself, I'm definitely open to it.
0: Well, there you have it. Well, there you have it. I think there's something to be said about what Dadek is trying to do and what we're all trying to do in some way, shape, or form, regardless of what segment of the industry we're in or regardless of what business we have or or what we're trying to do. I think at some point all of us want to do our own thing in our own way. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that we don't want to work for someone else or we want to become entrepreneurs or we want to, you know, do whatever it is that we want to do. There's a lot of different ways that you can you can do what you want to do and you can make a paycheck still or or whatever you need to do. I think there's there's just something to be said about following your your heart and your intuition and and things and and really putting yourself out there or or ch- trying for something that is maybe beyond you or Beyond what you think you're capable of, because I think that you'll you'll realize that you're capable of a lot more um, when you do that. So, my advice is to reach out to Dataka and to learn more about what it is that he's doing. And if it's if it's not him, it's somebody else. Look look outside yourself. Look at different opportunities to support the little guy. And help one another get to where we want to go, because this is a hard business, and we need to we need to support our, ourselves as well as others in that. And as we continue to support each other in what it is that we're doing, we'll continue to create value for one another, and we'll make this a more sustainable business. And with that said, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it.